know They say if you wanna reveal the snakes You gotta be willing to cut the grass Fuck that I burn them shits Rumi to the wolves They was ready to attack I came at that bitch in a fur coat Leading the path I said fuck you too Fuck you too Fuck all of the pain that you put me through I said fuck you too Fuck you too Fuck all of the pain that you put me through I said fuck So, <clears throat> I tried recording this a couple other times, but it became too long. So, let's see if I can do it in one sitting and not have it be so long. Jesus, I tried recording where it was in a, like a day by day, month by month, week by week kind of period. And oh boy, that was a lot of information. So... I will be trying to record it one last time and trying to get at least as much information as I can but not have it be too detailed, you know what I mean? Um, so, those of you who have, I wouldn't say I've had the privilege of hearing my poetry, um, those of you who have been cursed with hearing my poetry for the past, I'd say roughly a year, year and a half, you've uh, had to listen to me speak about a subject, about a topic, about a set of individuals, about an individual. Nobody knows who. But a few have understood the baseline and the basis of the story behind the poetry. Okay. So. I'm going to try explaining it in depth. Alright. So. Let's see if I can get this through one can. In the past, I've recorded and it's just way too heavy as I'm explaining everything. It was too much of a, a weight, you could say. <laughs> Which, that in itself, if you saw this set of individuals, you'd understand like, whoa, we thought you were talking spiritually, but damn. Now we can see that it was actually physically. Anyways, I try to keep my jokes to a, a minimum. Um... 
So, in life, you have people that have experienced uh, hardships, I'd say trauma. And then you have people that haven't experienced it. And in those individuals that have not experienced hardship or trauma, but, I mean, sure, everyone experiences their own um, idea of hardships, of trauma, you know. But those who have not actually had traumatic hardships, there's a, a certain majority of them that like to make things up. All right. Where do I start? All right, so. Where was I going to start this off? I had this friend. <laughs> You see, this friendship in my mind was mutual as a two-way street. Turns out it was only a one-way street. Okay. That doesn't make any sense to you until I explain the basis of it. Alright, so in life you have uh, narcissists and empaths. And narcissists and empaths are two sides of the same coin. Now... There could be a brother, there can be a sister who experienced the same trauma, the same traumatic event, the same traumatic events, you know, the same abuse. But in those, so you have two bodies, genetically related, whatever, right? They experience the same traumas, the same hardships, the same uh, abuse. It doesn't mean that they're going to come out the same. You know, and my belief is that if you do have a brother and sister, a sister and sister, a brother and brother, or whatever fucking gender combination you want to add in there, um, you're, it, there's going to be narcissists and there's going to be empaths coming out of it, you know. <clears throat> now, I never fully understood who I was, what made me me. Up until a couple years ago. Now you could say that's a silver lining. We got whatever. Fuck you. Anyways. <clears throat> excuse my French. Now. My entire life. I was made. Bred. Pushed. Influenced. To believe that. Everything was my fault. That there was something wrong with me. You know. And through this experience that I'm going to share with you, it made me realize there's nothing fucking wrong with me. It's just wrong with everybody that I, that I have been in contact with. I'm not saying everybody, everybody. But on the basis of narcissism and empaths, I mean, you can kind of understand why I have had the relationships that I have had, whether it's through friendships, intimate relationships, uh, parental, you know, a child and a parent. Um, and as slight of a good that came out of my experience with these uh, individuals, it doesn't, it just doesn't justify the negligence, the cognitive disassociation, the cognitive dissonance, the rationalizations. The purposeful ignorance <clears throat> that a number of them have uh, proven themselves to be. 
Hmm. So, as an empath, um, I like even before I knew about empathy, you know, I always said things and I did things that I, I just, it was like, for instance, with this friend, I let, I let her know ahead of time. I don't know why, but I can always feel things. You know, I can always read people. I can always tell when someone is lying. You know, I feed off the energy in the room. You know, explaining this story, I thought I was fucking crazy. You know, I thought she, I thought this person would see me as crazy. <laughs> she saw me as bacon. Mmm, bacon. Anyways, um, so everyone I've met, I have seen them as I would hope that someone has seen me. I'd give them the the chances, the opportunities that I wished had were uh, offered me through life, you know, um, and that's something that I've had to come to understand is that people are never going to be like you, you know, you may, you may have the heart of fucking gold, you may have the warmest soul in existence, but to protect it, you you have to stop seeing other people as you would hope people would see you. You know, you need you, you need to stop offering them chances, offering them opportunities, because all all those are chances and opportunities for them to to shove a knife in your back and twist. You know, um, it's funny too because his former friend. I mean, <laughs> oh god, oh god. Um, what was it? There's some quote, um, wear your, uh, face your demons, um, wear your scar-like wings. Like, I saw, I read this quote, I'm like, bitch, get the fuck out of here. What the fuck have you been through? What the fuck demons have you been fighting, you fucking lying piece of shit? You bass mouth, fucking ten head piece of shit. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> demons. Conquer demons. You can't conquer shit. Until you're able to take accountability and responsibility. And look at the person in the eye that you have been demonizing, attacking, slandering, smearing, defaming, lying about. So you can look at them in the eyes, admit every single fucking wrong thing you've done. Admit it. That's it. Don't even fucking apologize because, uh, like, let's say... Let's say this fucking dill hole, right, were to apologize, I would laugh, like, hysterically in her fucking face. Like, are you are you kidding me? This is a, this is a quote-unquote woman, mind you, <laughs> mind of a fucking adolescent, um, who, uh, let's see. <sighs> okay, so I, I found the truth out, you know, um, and, uh, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll bring it back around so you understand. I, I found the truth out, right? On May 31st, 2018. May 31st, 2018. At roughly 10 a.m., 11 a.m. Or some shit like that. Right? May 31st, 2018. At roughly 8.45 to 9.30 p.m. 
right? Now, we had this big conversation, right? And I literally said to her, after I found the truth out, I literally told her, you've been lying to me for over a fucking year. And her, knowing that I knew the truth at that point, knowing that I knew about all of her fucking lies, in that moment forgot. She was like a fucking goldfish in a fucking small-ass container going from one side and then 12 inches to the right to the other side and completely forgot that. Oh, yeah, I forgot 12 inches on the other side. Let me see what's on that side. Like, she completely fucking forgot. She literally was like, I never let... And then it clicked in her head like, oh, wait, he knows. There's really no way of getting around this. (laughs) Like, oh, my God. I literally, like... Outwardly, I didn't laugh, but internally, I was laughing at the pure, hilarious stupidity, you know. So, now, she lied about everything, but the only thing that she didn't lie about was her name. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, right away, like, as, um, okay, so... Her and I met in 2013, 2012, right? I knew there was something off about her. But hey, everybody needs a friend, you know? We didn't really start talking until, uh, what was it, 2016, right? Um, She told me, very first thing she told me, well, not the very first thing, but roughly within the first five things, um, Yeah, me and my husband are separated. You know, and I'm asking these inquisitive questions, like, so does your best friend know? Yeah, she knows. And she was up in in her best friend's college, right, helping her move. I'm like, her family doesn't doesn't wonder why you don't wear your wedding ring? Oh, no, I, I told my best friend to not tell her family. And I'm thinking, like, something's funny here, right? But yet, it's like, I can't judge. I can't jump to conclusions. So I give everybody a chance. Something I shouldn't do. Something I haven't done since this. Um, So, (laughs) then she gets me on Snapchat. She gets me on, like, I already had an Instagram, whatever. And then she gets me to do Pinterest, right? So I'm on Pinterest, and I'm looking around. She's telling me about it and all that garbage. And uh, there's this gentleman's name. It could be Zachary. It could be Jesse. Um, anyway, she goes, oh, yeah, there was some dude. They really wanted me, but I didn't want him. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. You know, but I, I made note of it. I, I can't help it, but I make notes of everything, This is, which is hilarious because, oh, my God. Um, anyways... So she has me on Pinterest and and all that shit, right? She she has me go on a bunch of fucking social media. And we're talking, yada, yada, yada. You know, just as friends, just as friends. You know, we seem to hit it off, which is something, as I explain. Hopefully you will garner the information that narcissists don't hit it off with anybody. They change their demeanor. They change their masks depending on who's in front of them. They will appear 
to be interested in what you're interested they will appear to have the same interests to have the same tastes but that's only because they were reflecting what they think you want so in retrospect as an empath as a normal human being who you're seeing across from you is a reflection of yourself because that's the only capability a narcissist has. They, they don't have the capability to be their own human beings. You know, the irony of it is that they are their own human beings doing that garbage, but that's, that's not what I mean. Like, let's see. Oh, God, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Anyways. So, yeah, I used to be, uh, I used to be very uh, careful on who I shared that I have uh, a few mental illnesses. And now you're going to have like, oh, mental illnesses, it must be a mental illness. And I'll get to that. Her fucking mother is a fucking riot, let me tell you. Anyways, um... So I was very uh, guarded when it came to that, you know, but I figured, okay, this might be good, you know, for me to start off fresh with someone, you know, and let me just be upfront and honest. So I explained to her my mental illnesses, and her exact words were, Oh, I'm very compassionate towards people with mental illnesses. My cousin has mental illnesses. He goes to a therapist every week and we drive him you know so as a normal human being you're thinking okay yeah this person's compassionate she cares yada 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 you know but as a narcissist all they're doing is putting up pretty pictures in front of themselves so that you think they're capable of compassion sympathy empathy and all that garbage right now side note if you don't believe me I can prove it. I have the evidence. Jesus Christ, have I got the evidence. I have the proof. I have, like, it is, oh, God, it's mind-boggling. It took me nearly a year and a half to wrap my mind around the entire complexity of it, you know, because, anyways. So, anyways, uh, we both play Xbox, whatever, you know, and me as a person, like, I'm very giving, you know, I like making everybody happy, I mean, Shit, I'll go to a store and embarrass myself just to get the fucking counter person to laugh. Because you never know what type of day a person's having, you know. That one small laugh, that one small smile could turn their entire day around. And I didn't give a shit if I embarrassed myself, if if I made myself in a fool, but that's who I used to be. You know, I'd do anything for a laugh as long as it got, as long as it made the other person happy, you know. That's who I used to be. Anywho, um, so she, tally number one, her cousin, mental illness, similarities, compassion, sympathy, all that garbage, right? And then she would send me these uh, school reports, you know, because she went to college about mental illnesses and the justice system and all that garbage, right? I read it. It was good, you know. Me, when I read something, I believe, uh, you could say I'm extremely gullible. But it's because if I'm genuine, I guess I used to perceive everyone else as being genuine. If I care about something, I perceived other people caring, you know. So I read read those reports, 
they were good. You know, I asked her if she believed in everything she was writing, and she said, yeah, I took her for her word, you know. And uh, anyways, she started telling me about her uh, bringing up. Now, this is very important. Now, so she apparently was bullied and talked down by her dad, right, which I can understand. I'm very empathetic compassionate you know and went and with my friends I care deeply about my friendships you know it's weird like it gets to a point where I can sense something's wrong even though I'm not within like 500 miles of them you know it's fucking weird used to freak me out like I used to do anything and everything to get my mind out of that mindset out of that realm if you want to put it that way um So, where were we? Yeah, yeah, okay. And then, uh, anyways, as she's telling me all these things about her, I asked her, I was like, have you told your husband? No, he just would never understand. You know, and this isn't like a one-time thing, you know. This is consistently said throughout the friendship, you know. There was a little break in the friendship between uh, June, excuse me, June 2016 and September 2016. There was a break in between there, you know. June 2016, she says, she tells me she's pregnant. You'll, you'll know why in a little bit of why I say it like that. Pregnant. Anyways, but then she comes around in September. Oh, I had a miscarriage. You know, and it wasn't a one-time thing. No, she sent pictures, act like trying to like she. She acted like she had a miscarriage, you know. And I've had quite a few female friends that have had miscarriages, and it is an emotional roller coaster, you know. So in my mind, nobody in their goddamn fucking mind would make something up like that. And you'll know why I say this. Okay, so I'm there for her as a friend, you know, and then she starts getting sexual with me, and I'm like, I'm thinking, man, like, you just had a miscarriage, like, this isn't right, like, what the fuck, you know, but she's also told me how her husband treats her like shit, she's invisible, irrelevant, yada, 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 like, any bad thing you can think of, she said it. You know, I didn't know her husband from a hole in the wall. He didn't know me from a hole in the wall. The only things I knew about him was that he was a piece of fucking shit. Now, normally I wouldn't think of this, you know, because we were both in the Marines. And uh, I am not a blue falcon, by God. But I have had and heard and known Marines who were pieces of shit to their wives, to their girlfriends. You know, so it wasn't too off base where I would just like kind of be like, yeah, what the fuck? No, I actually somewhat believed it, you know. And plus, I mean, who the fuck would make that shit up? Anyways, I'll tell you in a second. Anyways, so something I admired about her from the get-go was her relationship with her mother and her, and, and her brother. You know, how close they were. It was something that my sister and we never had. 
you know, and I guess it's, uh, and that's something else that made me feel like there was something wrong with me, you know, um, but now I'm able to understand and reflect of things in the past and be able to understand myself a little bit better and understand, uh, players on the board during me, during my, uh, raising, you know, um, and I, I might touch base on that in a, in a separate episode. So, anyways, okay, where was I? Um, so she, she got sexual with me, you know, and it's like, okay, well, I don't want my friend being hurt. I don't want her to basically have everything confirmed. So, yes, I was sexual back, you know, of, it, I remember driving in Miami, right? And I get a message from her, send me a video, right? I'm like, really? What kind of video? And she implies the type of video she's looking for. I've, I've never done anything of this sort. I've never sent that type of video to anybody. Like, what the fuck? This is new. Not going to lie, it was kind of exciting. I asked her, have you had anyone else? She goes, no, I was nervous about asking you. You're the only one. <laughs> so I bought into it. I believed it, you know. Um, and I sent her a video. You know, she sent me a video, you know. But there were moments in time, throughout time, when I were, like, there was this time when, she, after she added me on Facebook, I noticed something, you know. June 2016, September 2016. Well, apparently, there was a road trip taken by her husband and by her mother, you know, through California and the West Coast. I guess they were in Colorado or some shit. But there were shots of Jack Daniels, July 2016. And I asked her at that point, I'm like, so, I mean, you don't strike me the type to drink while pregnant. So... It's either you were pregnant and drinking or you weren't pregnant, right? She got upset at me. I mean, I mean, you have to understand, this isn't something I would just normally ask anybody that claimed to have a miscarriage, right? Like, this was weighing heavy on my mind because I, like, uh, I just needed to know the truth. That's something else about me that I let her know is that always be honest with me. If you're not honest with me and I sense a lie, I have to dig and dig for the truth. It's like sends my mind into an Alice in World wonderland, you know, and I can't stop until I find the truth. She told me she would never lie. And on top of that, who the fuck lies about miscarriages? I'll tell you who. <laughs> um, so she, she she got upset at me, you know, and and that's the thing is that I felt bad, you know, I actually believed her, I felt bad, I felt ashamed for questioning a female, you know, it's fucked up, anywho, I let it go, you know, but there's, like, I know when people get frequently sick, you know, sometimes, like, you, you can understand it, but then there are times where you're like, the fuck? You can't be sick. You know, what the fuck? It's like every two fucking weeks. You know? Anyways, I'm, I'm getting too far detailed. Okay, so this is a woman that made up having depression, anxiety, social anxiety, 
February 2017 told me she had PMDD. Okay, I note that date. You'll find out in a in in a moment. So, where were we? Depression, anxiety, social anxiety, PMDD, and then. <laughs> <laughs> so May 31st keep this in mind May 31st after I find the truth out she goes I went to go see a doctor and I was diagnosed with something and I was like what you're a nymphomaniac and she was just kind of like oh. it, it, it caught her off guard she goes no I'm bipolar but then in the very next fucking sentence she goes you're bipolar what if you go crazy and and <laughs> It caught me off guard, but in my mind, I was cracking up, fucking laughing, just looking at it from the outside. Like, is this is a fucking comedy, right? Like, you just said you were bipolar, and then without even hesitating or without even taking a breath, the very next sentence: "You're bipolar. What if you go, bitch? You just said you were bipolar. What if you go crazy? The fuck kind of question are you asking me? You fucking retard." Sorry, sorry, sorry. I did not mean to insult all the retards out there comparing them to her. My apologies. They're much smarter. So. Oh. Let's backtrack from May 31st, right? So. What was it? September 2017. She comes along and she goes. Mind you. She goes. I had a miscarriage, right? So apparently she got pregnant August 2017, had a miscarriage September 2017. She made this elaborate story about how she was driving home. She had to pull over off to the side of the road because her front seat was all bloody. Her mom, her mommy, I say it like that because that's what she calls her, mommy, 26, 27 fucking years old and calling your mother, mommy. Anyways, she she created this whole story, right? Turns out she was goddamn fucking lying. How do I know she was lying? About the miscarriages, about the pregnancies, about all the times that she said she went to a doctor appointment, got diagnosed with anemia and iron deficiency, PMDD, depression, social anxiety, depression. Her husband told me. That's someone else that uh, got caught in the crosshairs of her. See, we had a falling out, you know, but this falling out, like that entire time, I was, I was, I was taking it hard because I thought everything was my fault, you know. She continuously told me that it was my mental illness that created all these questions. You know, I must have been crazy for thinking she was talking to four other fucking dudes. You know, I must have been crazy for thinking that she was lying to me. You know, like even in the process of it, I literally, I, I remember all the fucking times I sat there and I was like, dude. She is just enticing reactions out of me so she can point the finger at me. You know, but at that time, I was thinking, like, no, that's, uh, no, that's fucking crazy. P 
people don't do that. People can't do that. That's that's fucking ludicrous. Sure enough, crazy making. <laughs> you know, the entire time she she would uh, be playing both sides, right? So she would continuously tell me, "Yeah, my mommy was my mommy was uh, talking shit about you. My mommy was saying this stuff. My mommy was saying that stuff." You know, this is the same woman. Now, mind you, this came from her mouth. This may or may not be true, but it 100% came from her fucking mouth. Ain't surprised. Shit. Bass, bass fish has a smaller mouth. Anywho, she said before her brother graduated high school, without his knowledge, her mother pulled out a credit card in his name. And maxed it the fuck out. <laughs> you know, so she's created this image that her mother doesn't give a shit about her. Right? Now, mind you, at the beginning of the friendship, I was very endearing toward, towards her mother. You know, I would, I would ask my friend to uh, remind her mother how much my friend loves her. You know, because as a mother going through a bad marriage, you know, I can understand that because... I mean, if you knew my upbringing and my roots, you'd understand why that would really touch a place in my heart. You know, it it couldn't have been easy for her. You know, and... Uh, but she created this image of her mother not giving a shit about her, her family not giving a shit about her, right... Her mother continuously telling her, oh, my name is Yuri, by the way. Well, Yuri's bipolar. What if he goes crazy? You know, and I had to, and I had to hear this day in and day out, every fucking phone call, every fucking week, every fucking day, every single fucking time we talked. You know, if it was wearing me down, it had to have been wearing her down because I, like, I was frustrated because do you know the level of ignorance? It has to take for someone to actually think that? Like, the fuck? Anywho. Let's backtrack. Okay, so our falling out, part of it had to do with uh, her stepdad's graduation party, whatever, you know, it's community college. I don't give a fuck about community college, but I want to support, you know, it's a, it's a big step for people, you know. Um... But in that time, we were playing cornhole, and uh, I was invited there. Uh, obviously, I didn't know the, what fucking beach until I arrived, and yeah, well, what do you know? The beach that I was homeless on. That's fucking great. Thank you for those great memories. Anywho, we were playing cornhole. You know, I was trying. I was. I was fighting to get my head out of that headspace of having these memories. You know, and I remember just taking a step back. And observing down the line. I, I didn't give a shit about the game Cornhole. But in that time, you see, I believed that her and my friendship was very close. I consider her best friend at that point. So, I remember sitting there and I'm observing everybody. And in my head, I'm thinking to myself, like, how the fuck can nobody notice the pain my friend's going through? You know, and there was this feeling that something just wasn't right. 
You know, and anything and everything I would do would just not snap it the fuck out. You know, it kept pulling me and pulling me into the darkness. It kept pulling me into the memories. It kept pulling me into the subconscious memories. Complex PTSD. It's a hell of a fucking thing. I didn't understand it. Hell, I didn't even know what the fuck I was experiencing at that time. Yes, I was intoxicated, and that just magnified the emotions I was feeling internally. Like, I remember, like, I don't care what anybody tells you. It's, it's pretty fucked up. I remember being in my body, and, like, the, I don't, I don't even know how to put it. Like, the inner me was screaming, you know. The way it was coming out was just crazy, you know. I didn't want to be there. I didn't want to be around her. I didn't want to feel what I was feeling because it was confusing as fuck. I couldn't pinpoint it. I couldn't focus on it. I, you know, it's 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 feeling something you can't like. You just can't figure out where that pain is. So. I just did not want to be there. I did not want to be there. See, after a year, I have deducted it down to, that was the same goddamn feeling I felt growing up. The fuck? Anyways. So, we have this, quote-unquote, friend at the time, made up two miscarriages, made up two pregnancies. Oh, excuse me can't have miscarriages without pregnancy. Okay, so she made up two pregnancies, two miscarriages, right? Doctor appointments, illnesses, mental illnesses, diagnoses, therapy appointments, psych- psych- psychologist appointments is yes, psychology, psychologist appointments, psychiatry appointments, therapy appointments. This this fucking broad excuse my french made up having to go to the doctor every single week to get a shot for her iron deficiency the fuck is there anything she like seriously if if i could ask her one fucking question but i know i know anything that comes out of her mouth is a straight fucking lie is there anything she didn't make up god damn You know, there's a moment when I started seeing her for her, for who she truly was, right? So, her aunt, her mommy's sister, um, was homeless, you know, um, and I guess her, her mom, and her uh, grandma's, I guess their family friend and her family friend's daughter went to go see her. Her mom's sister, her aunt, because her aunt's homeless. Um, <clears throat> you know, so I was I was supportive. You know, I was happy that she was gonna go check out the aunt. You know, her cousin's mother. You know, but then when they finally arrived, she stayed in the car. And you know what she was doing while she was in the car in that fucking jeep while her friend's family's uh 
family, friends, woman. Oh God, it starts with a K or or whatever. Well, anyways, her uh, her daughter was in the front seat. She's sending me these sexual pictures, right? And I'm confused. I'm like, I thought you were going there to check up on your cousin's mom. You know, so that's when it's in the back of my head. I started deducting things that I never deduct. I never focused on it hardcore, but I started. It started her. Her image started cracking, right? She came up with some justification, you know. Well, I think the his uh, uh, my my aunt would uh is too embarrassed. Yeah, of course she's too embarrassed. Doesn't mean you can't check up on her, but no. Instead, you're in the back of the fucking seat, sending me goddamn sexually explicit, sexual pictures. Mind you, I ain't the only one, and I don't know how many fucking times I put her on the spot and I told her, if you're sending these to anyone else, don't send them to me. Now, mind you, I know it sounds, I'm, I'm talking a lot of garbage, you know, well, not garbage, but it sounds like I'm talking a lot of trash. I'm not, okay? These are just points of things that she did wrong. You know, she had me believing we were close. You know, to the point that uh, for Christmas I sent her and her family macarons or whatever those little fucking like cheeseburger candy thing, cookie things look like on dry ice from uh, Miami to California. Like two day shipping, one day shipping. I don't fucking know. It costs a, it costs a quite pretty cute chunk of change. But I didn't care, you know. I just, I just, I just wanted them to be happier, you know. So, God, this is a lot. Anyways, Jeff's graduation party, right? So afterwards, I finally sober up. And I am embarrassed, you know. I, I'm i still wrapping my head around everything that I was uh, feeling at that time. You know, but I was a man. I apologized. You know, the very first thing I did was apologize to everybody. Even in person, I apologized to everybody. Even apologize to people that weren't even there, just because that they're they're so they were so they are associated with my friend at the time, you know. Mommy dearest, her mother, um, sent me a heartfelt test message, which I still have. I can prove it. You know, at that time, it kind of made me tear up. But the one thing that upsets me, she lied about going and seeing a therapist. How the fuck are you going to lie about going and see a therapist? How the, f- I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. Is this who she gets it from? <clears throat> you know, and, and I find it funny too, because throughout like, what was it, like nine months, six months, whatever, the entire time, my former friend is saying, "My mommy is telling me that you're bipolar, and what if you go crazy?" Like, really? You motherfuckers act like you care. You care about your cousin. You're taking him to to go see a doctor, see a therapist. Oh, you're so compassionate, but yet the only thing you you can come up with is he's bipolar. What if he goes crazy? You stupid fucks. <clears throat> 
Anywho, I have not even touched a fucking cent. I haven't touched a grain of sand. This is a fucking lot. So, this is way too much. So anyways, in my poetry, you will hear me talking about her mother, right? Some of my poetry. I will be mentioning a mother, you know, and a mother's bald spot. Now, normally, I don't, I don't do that, you know. Um, I, I remember the first time I saw it, I was very understanding. It shocked me. It was the last thing I was expecting to see. But it's not like I, I, like, I let it be the answer of my judgments. Like, the fuck? No, I'm very understanding. But, if you're going to start judging me and holding things against me for things I, that are not my fault, and then be ignorant about it, and be like, well, he's this, he's that. What if he goes crazy? What if he does this? What if he does that? If you're going to fucking hold that against me, if you're going to have that kind of ignorant thinking, believe me, I will show you the exact same fucking thing. So mine, like, it doesn't fucking matter if you're a malignant narcissist, a covert narcissist. The moment an empath starts seeing them for who they truly fucking are, that is who reflects back to them. You know, so yeah, my insults, I, I may, I make fun of people, you know, a lot of times I do it out of love, but there are times when you, if you were to really look in depth at the insults, at the magnitude of, I guess you could say assholeism, instead of pointing the finger and being like, well, he said this, wait, 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 my feelings are hurt. <laughs> Grow the fuck up. Actually ask, why? Why did he say it? Why did he use such crude humor? You know, it's funny. I can define every single tactic narcissists use. And I have a plethora of evidence to back it up. And it's, and it's fucking hilarious, too, because I remember talking to to her husband, right? I told him, I have a lot. I don't have everything. She deleted her Snapchat so that I wouldn't have evidence, right? I'm very accurately paraphrasing. I have the text messages. His exact response was, I know. She told me. This motherfucker here told her husband she deleted her motherfucking Snapchat so that I wouldn't have proof. The fuck? Oh my lord. So, there's a period of time, you see, they're all playing both sides. Her mother's helping her. You know, they're they're playing uh, gleefully ignorance. Gleefully ignorant. <clears throat> you know. Manipulating other people's perception of me. Because you can't have somebody getting both sides of the story. Because then your story won't match up. What do you know? Fucking retards. And that's something narcissists can't do. 
was it preventative defamation is one of their tactics you know before they have discarded you they have already been what do you call it uh, molding other people's perception of you talking down about you insulting you behind your back so that other people's perception of you will diminish and and you won't even know about it like it is so fun. like what the f oh I haven't even touched base so when her and I f first started talking right she told me she had she was sexually assaulted in uh at her uh, best friend's college at a party Halloween 2015 <clears throat> So, after, uh, it was roughly about, uh, I'd say, a week, a week and a half. It might have even been four fucking days after uh, Jeff's graduation party. Blech. Might have been a week and a half since uh, <clears throat> her mother's husband's graduation party, right? And uh, she had invited me to her cousin's. To drink, they were gonna drink. I was gonna drink. I didn't want to drink, but I, I, I brought water because they were all gonna be in a hot tub, and I was like, well, I mean, if you're drinking, you're gonna need to hydrate, you know. But they made fun of me every single fucking time I asked them to hydrate, drink the fucking water, hydrate, so that you won't get a headache, so you won't be dehydrated. No, we're cool. We're gonna act like middle school great. We're gonna act so immature. <laughs> we're so cool. We're gonna drink alcohol. Oh, and get dehydrated. Anywho. I stayed up all night holding her hair while she was throwing up. You know. She was hugging that porcelain god. I stayed up all night, couldn't sleep because I wanted to make sure my friend was okay. I, I, trust me. I wanted to get the fuck out of there but her cousin had her best friend there so it's like do i leave my best friend there by herself sick as shit while her cousin's out there with her cousin's best friend you know like who the fuck leaves leaves a friend behind <laughs> no i i thought i was being a gentleman i, th I thought i was being everything that a friend should be you know, you hear about all these stories, and it's like, that's not who I am. You know, I literally, as every fiber of my being was screaming to get the fuck out of there, I stayed there because I thought that's what a friend does, you know. Holds the hair, gets the toothbrush ready, gets the water set up by the bedside, gets the trash can set up by the bedside. Every time the friend sits up, you sit up. Rubbing the back, giving the water, you know, get it, get a little bit of food in you so you're not just throwing up stomach acid. Stayed up all fucking night. <clears throat> you know, <clears throat> fucked up shit, man. <laughs> Stayed up all fucking night, all fucking night, making sure my friend was okay. Pretty fucked up. 
So then the following day, everyone's awake and stuff. She has me walk her cousin's dog with her cousin, you know, to get me out. She thinks I don't know, but I know she was messaging some other dude. She was pretending to be tired and sick and not feeling well. But as soon as her cousin leaves, and mind you, when her cousin told me that I could stay, I said, no, it's okay, I can leave. And her cousin's like, no, no, you stay, you hang out. Gives you two a chance to hang out. I'm like, okay, I'm kind of uncomfortable. But as soon as that fucking door closed 30 seconds later, guess who's trotting out in a good fucking mood? You know. Just jumped off a fucking balcony and saved myself the hassle. Anywho, she starts getting sexual, you know. And then she asks me to uh, have sex with her. I said no, you know. She asks again, and I'm and I told her I'm like, you're married. I was very uncomfortable. I was very, dis- like, uh, I guess you could say shy. You know, like, it's very, it's a, it's an uncomfortable situation, you know. She asked again. I said no, you know. And she asked again. And it's like everything she had ever told me throughout our friendship about her husband, not giving a shit about her, about her family, not giving a shit about her. It was as if they were behind her eyes. You know, everything she got me to believe. So I gave in. So I don't know if you think coercion is rape, but hey, you never know. I didn't want to. I didn't. Oh, God. So, like, it was very torturous. For the next five minutes, that's as much as I could do. You know, I I acted. I pretended to be out of energy. I pretended, like, it's all I had. But, I mean, it is just... I was, like, it was just too much focus keeping, you know, hard. You know, I did not want to do it. You know, and then I was driving back home afterwards. She called me up, and I need to tell my husband. And I told her, as long as you're 100% fucking honest. As long as you're a hundred percent honest, because I knew that if she didn't, I would. You know, that's, that's some fucked up shit that we just did. You know, I I can I consider myself pretty honest. I consider myself having a good foundation of integrity and morals. And right there, I basically broke a moral. You know, something that I would never do. She said she would be honest. Nope. Come to find out, she wasn't honest one bit. See, she told me she had told her husband everything exactly as it happened, that the only difference was that she was drunk and I was sober. I wasn't happy with that at that point. You know, I'm like, no, fuck you were. You were sober as could fucking be. So now, so now you got everybody thinking I took advantage of you when you know damn fucking well. You ask me. Her own fucking words, she admitted that she begged me. And then she goes, well, 
I get to my family they didn't rape me. Do you want me to do that? <laughs> like, that took me back. I was like, what? Are you serious? You would really do that? You know, and then she, she's like, no, I wouldn't. Come to find out that's exactly the fucking thing that she did. <laughs> so, you have somebody that made up two pregnancies, two miscarriages, mental illnesses, medical diagnoses, sexual assaults. And her mother's worried about me going crazy? Get the fuck out of here with your fucking bitch ass. God damn. Your hairline's receding. Doesn't mean your IQ is. The fuck? <laughs> fucking retard. Anywho. So, do I, maybe some of you do or do not know what, what gaslighting is, right? It's not like a one-time thing. It's consistent throughout a relationship where you, you know, you plant a seed and then you uh, take care of that seed, you know. Like, a, a, a good way to portray it, right, is when I was a kid, I read this book, The Twitches. Now, Mr. Twitch and Mrs. Twitch were rather old, right? Mr. Twitch was kind of a dick. Mrs. Twitch... She was lonely, and she would always talk to Mr. Twitch. Well, anyways, whenever Mrs. Twitch was asleep, Mr. Twitch would cut off little, very thin slices of wood that would fit underneath Mrs. Twitch's hand, um, cane, you know, the walker, cane. Like, just enough for, for her chair legs, you know, and the table, you know. And through a, through a very long period of time, all of a sudden, Mrs. Twitch started believing she was shrinking. You know. Because he, he cut these slices so thin they were unnoticeable. So Mrs. Twitch, as, I will admit as a kid I found this fucking hilarious. But after experiencing what I experienced, I understand that that's gaslighting. You know, it's a very sadistic, sinister thing to do. You know, and how these people are able to do it and continue doing it to others is that they have flying monkeys and ape paths, either knowingly or unknowingly doing their bidding. You know, and it came very apparent that she was getting her mother's help because her mother was the one telling her, Well, don't tell your husband this, don't tell him that, but tell him this and tell him that. Don't tell the family this, tell the family that. Get the fuck out of here, you... IQ receding hairline piece of shit. <clears throat> now, I know it sounds like I'm being disrespectful. But when I care about someone so fucking much, you know, friendships, relationships, it's like when I have, um, I have tried using derogatory terms and swear words, you know, to them. And it's, it's like, I can't. It gets stuck in the throat. But there comes a point after you, you've been through so much fucking shit that you're just like, you know what? Fuck this. You know? It, it takes a lot for me to use a derogatory term regarding someone that I care about or either once cared about. You know? So she had spent the entire friendship gaslighting me, thinking that every single time I ever questioned her, talking to other guys, 
lying to me, lying about her family, lying about her husband, that it was my mental illness making everything up. You know, but remember, I'm the one that's supposed to go crazy because I'm bipolar. Fucking retards. Your fucking ignorance is fucking laughable. Oh my god. Anywho, um, like, and I find it interesting, you know. Because they will do anything and everything to avoid the truth. To have the narrative that they set to be the truth that everyone else they're lying to knows. And they will do anything and everything to keep everyone else from getting the other side of the story. Because the other side of the story holds a lot more truth than their side. And at the time, I pretty much did all the work for them because, I mean, in my mind, like, I could never comprehend any human being doing this type of shit to another human being. Crazy making, slandering, smearing, defaming, gaslighting, deflecting, victimization. And the list goes on. Manipulating, lying, deceiving. You know? Like, it takes a very special kind of sinister, diabolical evil to do this to someone to do this to a group of people you know and it's funny too because her husband goes well she does care a lot about her image yeah no shit that's the only thing she fucking cares about fucking Christ she's the type of person uh, probably she probably would be the type of person that would have surgery, right? And then clean. All natural. Like, no, bitch. It ain't all natural. If you had to have surgery, it ain't natural. Get the fuck out of here with your bullshit lying ass. Fucking lying about pregnancies, miscarriages, mental illnesses, sexual assaults, <laughs> doctor appointments, therapy appointments, psychiatry appointments, psychology, psychologist appointments. Get the fuck, and I'm the one that's, get the fuck out of here. The fuck kind of bullshit you want, girl. God damn. Then the question is, where did she learn this? And it doesn't take a rocket scientist once you know the construct and the tactics. You know, once you come very aware and you're very uh, up to date and the methods utilized. You can put those methods and everything that you've learned into everything else in their life. And it doesn't take a fucking rocket scientist. It, it really fucking doesn't. You know, with them fake-ass virtue signaling, like talking about fucking well, humanity. Like, get the fuck out of here with your bitch-ass talking about humanity. Oh, look at my daughter. She's... Telling everyone about humanity. Oh. Bitch. Can't teach people about humanity when you ain't even got a semblance of humanity. The fuck wrong with you, girl? Surrounded by goddamn ignorant fucking retards. <laughs> you know. Ha. <sighs> 
you know, and I've only, it's only been like an hour, you know. But there's so fucking much more. Oh my god, I haven't even like I haven't done this in any form. I've just been speaking it. Oh my god. Like I'll probably do this again. Edit it down. So anyways, my poems are not about a specific individual. My poems are about experiences. You know. Those experiences are due to a, you could, it could be anywhere from a singular individual to a handful of individuals to a couple handful of individuals to a room full to a city full to a country full of individuals, you know, <laughs> and, and it's funny too because these very same individuals who gaslighted, blamed me, slandered me, smeared me. But by God, we can't have anyone else hearing his side of the story and looking at his evidence, because by God, we will be found out to be liars. <laughs> Get your bitch asses out of here with your bullshit. <laughs> the fuck? Oh man. Can't teach stupid, but you can sure as shit raise it. That's a that's the thing about stupidity. <laughs> mm. Trying to be as respectful as possible. Like that's the thing is that. My former friend lied about every single aspect of her life. Her her friendships with other people. Relationships with other people. You know. And they're all looking at me like I'm crazy. But they don't realize that the real crazy one is the one that they still are close to. Because everything that I have said may or may not be true. But one thing is 100% honest and you can't fucking deny it you can't look at me in the eye you can't deny it can't look at the evidence I have and deny it it all came from her and or her fucking mother and it's funny too cause it, because I would present these uh, objective based questions you know um like every, I remember asking asking her mom. Everything she did to me, right? Everything that that, that she did to me, everything that you get that that y'all have done to me. Let's say. We take someone you care about, you know, and, and I know that's gonna be asking for a fucking miracle because when you're a fucking narcissist, you don't care about anyone but your fucking self, and you only pretend to care about the people that can push your fucking narrative and or agenda anyways let's say they are capable of caring genuine careness everything that y'all have done to me that she has done to me you know i presented it this way everything that y'all have done to me let's say someone did that to someone you care about 
would you still be complacent? Would you still be saying this shit? Because I think not. You see, they they have this narrative that I mistreated her when I never did. She created this video, right? Because when I was drunk and I just want to get the fuck away from her, she took she she took me home and she was unlocking my door, right, about to enter, and and I and I grabbed her arm, not too hard. I grabbed her arm in the midst of my freakout, and I asked her, "What are you doing?" Because Anybody that knows me knows that I love my privacy, knows that I don't like anybody going into anywhere I live. I lived in Florida for three fucking years. I had nobody come in because I don't trust anybody. She tried entering. I stopped her and I asked her, what are you doing? She goes, I'm helping my friend. Like, I'm a grown-ass man. The fuck? I've been living on my own since I was 17. The fuck you talking about you helping me, miss? I still live with my mommy. I go to school, and I don't even work. I haven't worked since until I was like 24. I have a husband that pays for everything while I cheat on him. I have a mother that works part-time because she found a man that works full-time. Is going to help me? Get the fuck out of here with your bitch ass. Anyways, that's what I was thinking. I grabbed her arm to stop her from entering because she was not invited. You know, and she created this whole idea. She she pushes narrative. Oh, that I grabbed her arm and I was rough with her. No, I stopped somebody from entering my fucking home who wasn't invited. Because I wanted to know what the fuck are you doing? You know, and, and that's the thing is that whenever I was intoxicated around her, it would turn out bad. But it wouldn't turn out bad because I was being a dig. I was just being honest and I was asking tough questions. Like, if you're saying this and this about your fucking husband, about your family, then why the fuck are you still married to him? If your husband's such a terrible fucking husband, why are you still with him? Now, I understand that there are some situations where females can't get away from their husband. But in this particular situation, she's living with her goddamn fucking mother. If anything, she has alienated her husband from his family and surrounded him with her family. Molding. Molding him into the perfect apath, into a flying monkey to take whatever abuse they can dish out on him. So that slowly and surely he loses any sense of self. Sorry, I went on a little rampage. Not a rampage, but a rant. You know, because when when I'm being a hundred percent fucking honest, see, this is something that people tell me is, "You're getting agitated." I'm not agitated. I'm not mad. I'm not angry. When I'm being honest, I speak with emphasis. Because hopefully, those who are stupid will get it through their fucking heads. Hopefully, in one of those two brain cells, the information will compute and process. And hopefully, it won't go in one ear and out the other. God damn. 
shit. And now, and now my friend's mother <laughs> thinks that my poem, a shot across a bow, across a bow, excuse me, a shot across a bow is about her. The fuck? If you couldn't be more narcissist at this very moment, holy shit, you took it to a whole new level. You think my poems are about you. You think my poems are about y'all. Get the fuck out of here, you bitch ass. I don't know if you realize this, but I was alive long before I met y'all. Long before I had the curse of meeting y'all. The fuck? I have been through shit in my life. That literally makes your entire lives combined a walk in the fucking park. <laughs> and that's something that they they just don't seem to fucking comprehend. They don't they are not able to wrap their heads around it. Ah <laughs> oh, shit. Like if you need any more proof of someone being a narcissist, there you go. You know. Because my poem is a vulgar. It's troublesome. Yeah, um, I don't know if you realize this. You might because y'all, because uh, I'm speaking third person. You know, they may not realize it. But if they go back far enough in the Middle East, they'll find out. What, 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 what is it? What is it? Ah, oh, fuck. I just had it. Uh, it was like Cersei, Cersei, Cersei. Middle East way back when, way the fuck back when around, when Spartans were around, right? So in the Middle East, like a king would take another king's and all that shit, land and all that crap, right? Well, some conquerors would behead a king, put his head on a stake. Mind you, before he did this, they would skin the king alive, Okay. As the king's sons are watching, put the head on a stake, disperse the meat of the body to all areas of the land, then force the children to crush the former kings, their father's bones. Okay. Now, and then the conqueror would take the former king's wife, the former queen, Abuse her, rape her, do whatever the fuck he wanted to her, all in the presence of the head. Until the conqueror got bored with that queen, and then and then that resulted in murdering her, you know? Like, if you can't see the mindfuckery in history, like, what the fuck? You serious? Like, if you think my poems are harsh, you need to take a cold look at reality. Because, yes, my poems touch very dark corners of life. Dark corners of life most people don't want to look into. You know? But for people who make up hardships, make up pregnancies and miscarriages and mental illnesses, and then point the finger at, at their target, who is being honest and saying, Well, he's got my poem. What if he goes crazy? I have bipolar. Oh, shit. I forgot about that. I said that I have bipolar. So why did I ask? You have bipolar. What, what if you go crazy? 
So for people like that, that make up most of their crap, all while playing victim, playing Dams- damsel in distress, come save me. <laughs> you fucking retards. You know. My writing isn't for everybody, but that is why media sites have the play button, the pause button, the stop button, the skip button. Oh, and they have this thing where you can type in a URL, you know, in the, in the top part, where you can type in an entirely different website. <gasps> what? Are you saying that we can actually look at what we want to look at? And we don't have to look at stuff we don't want to look at. Oh my god. The fuck? Oh, holy shit. By golly. I think we just discovered Neverland Range. Oh my god. Oh my lord. Oh my god. That just. These are the same. These are the very same people who virtue signal. Speak about morality, you know, humanity, you know, pretend like they fucking care. But the cognitive dissonance, disassociation that goes on when you, when you, with everything that has to do with Disney, you know, pedophilia, child trafficking, ch- child molestation, child rape, you know, Disney, you know. Oh, they don't want to hear about that. Oh, that doesn't exist to them. But by God, when it has to do with, I don't know, um, let's see, cultural appropriation, right? Or something to do with that. It was part of identity politics. They're all about it. Oh. But these are the very same people who are more white than most physically white people in America. Like, what the fuck? This broad, right? Didn't work a day in her fucking life all the way through college. Her car was paid for by her father. Who, mind you, she has demonized into bullying her, calling her fat and ugly and all that shit while she was growing up. But her mother sent her to fat camp. Hmm. 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 <sighs> Fuck, dude. I'm never going to be able to get through it all. So, yes. You know, so she has this whole, like, lying problem, right? Now, most would be like, well, maybe maybe she's just a habitual liar. Now, that possibly could be. But here's the thing about habitual liars. They lie because they can't help it. So what are you saying? Could she be pathological? Well, I'm glad you brought that up. Because pathological liars here. Now, let me, let me take a look through my notes real quick. Yep. 
pathological liars lie because there is a reason behind it. Okay? Now, a habitual liar will lie about everything and anything to anyone and everyone. Pathological liars will lie to select individuals to get what they want. So she knows she was lying every single fucking time. She knows she was lying. How do I know this? Because I would ask her. I was like, well, does so-and-so know? Does so-and-so know? Does so-and-so know? No. 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 So then I was like, I can't really, I, I, I don't believe you, right? And at that point, she understood that whatever, whatever control she had at one point, she doesn't have anymore. And I have heard this multiple times. Whenever, okay, here's something else that, that, that she would do. Whenever I would ask a question, inquire, you know. She would get frustrated because she would have to remember a lie she told, but she couldn't remember it. But if I kept pushing, all of a sudden she would ghost. It was her form of punishment that she would do until she thought that the punishment fit the crime of inquiring, you know, asking questions, innocent questions, or I have, and or I have learned my lesson not to ask. And she would do this throughout the entire friendship. And in the beginning, the middle of it, but not towards the end. I would feel bad. I'd feel like I did something wrong. You know, I insulted her. I uh, I doubted her. You know, I made her feel bad. You know, it was all my fault. And she, that was the intention too. There was this uh, thing, because... Her, her and her best friend stopped being friends for a period of time. I got her side. Well, anyways, I asked for her best friend's side. And the entire time her best friend's telling me her side, she is screaming at me. I know what you're doing. You need to stop. Rawr. No, that's not what she sounds like. If anything, she sounds like a dude. Anyways, um, oh, God, that doesn't even make me sound good. <laughs> Got jokes. Anyways, so I'm getting attacked by my friend, quote unquote, you know, while I'm inquiring about her friend's side, you know. Like, there's nothing wrong with asking questions, you know. But I'm getting attacked for getting someone else's side of the story. Now, if you take this small experience a small example and you blow it up to everyone else in her family what do you think they experience when they get someone else's side of the story because you know you can always count on a liar's word being gold right fool's gold now So where was I originally? Oh, yeah. So (laughs) my poetry is dark. It always has been and always will be. I'm not changing the way I write. You know, I don't give a fuck if people like it or don't like it. 
the things I write about are my own experiences throughout my entire life, you know. And for some god fucking reason, they decided, well, his poem, huh, this shoe fits. It has to be about us. How about this? Instead of blaming the shoemaker, just go get another fucking shoe that fits. Jesus fucking Christ. It's not the shoemaker's fault that the shoe fucking fits. Jesus fucking Christ, man. You know, instead of blaming someone's art, why not take a cold hard look in the mirror and ask, why do I feel like the shoe fits? Hmm. But no, narcissists can never do that. They can never reflect upon oneself. They always have to be pointing the finger. They always have to be pushing a narrative. They always have to be victimizing themselves. Because by God, they're not the victim. They have no power. No, they pretend to be sympathetic, empathetic, compassionate, all that garbage. Everything that makes a human human. But they have no fucking idea how to be. That's evident in the fact that she had no idea how to act when confronted with her aunt being homeless. You know, it's it's all for show. It's all for fucking show. You know, she can't, like, she seriously has no original idea. Throughout, throughout our entire friendship, she would always want to do something because her brother was doing it, because her friend was doing it, but it was never something because she wanted to. Except for lying, cheating, manipulating, stealing. <laughs> like, what the fuck? So, I, I I bought her a tablet, you know. Because she had told me that her family didn't care about her finishing up school, yada, yada, yada. She was on her own. I bought her a fucking tablet, right? I have the receipt. I have the text message of her telling me to drop it off. When I asked for her back in the very beginning of the end I wanted it back but I knew something wasn't right I wasn't about to be around the people that I knew something was off you know that that is like someone being skinned alive you know and then saved that he was able to escape the person that was skinning him right and then the person that was skinning him was asking him to come back like, I'm sorry, but the person that was skinned alive is not going to come back. The fuck is wrong with you? Anywho, so I needed to wait until I was ready. So I asked for the tablet back. <laughs> and her mom goes, it's gone, it's gone, just forget about it, it's gone, it's gone, it's gone. So guess what pops up in the proceedings? Why, by golly, I believe it's the goddamn tablet that, uh, that they told you was gone. Well, by golly, I think it is. What do you know? Anywho, on top of that, that entire fucking time, right? So, mind you, something else. The fucking laptop, HPZ Book 15 laptop, right? She begged me for it, asking for it, because her mother and her brother were blaming her for her brother's laptop being broken, yada, yada, yada. I kept my word. I wasn't going to give her that laptop. I was going to give her a different laptop, but I tried to keep my word. So I gave her that laptop because my other laptop ended up being broken. It was blue screen. Anywho, apparently she had told her husband that the $300 she he gave her 
to buy her brother a new laptop. That that was a laptop they bought. But that $300 never saw my pocket. So I don't know what the fuck happened in that $300. Maybe if there was ever a time that they went on vacation, she needed a little bit of money for a hotel room. Hmm? Hmm? Anywho. They don't bring that up or the nutcracker ticket. Man, these these people are You just gotta laugh. That's all you can do. The pure stupidity. You know. <laughs> oh Lord. But it's a pure stupidity that you see, everyone can say and agree, actions speak louder than words, right? So these are people that slandered, smeared me, lied about me, you know, influenced me to kill myself, you know. Actions speak louder than words. Impeded my forward progress on a public street. Tried running me off the road. Actions speak louder than words, you know. But whenever I see them, I act like they don't exist. Actions speak louder than words. So, actions speak louder than words. They attacked me. They targeted me. They lied, slandered, smeared me, defamed me. You know. And when I see them, they don't even exist to me. Choices I make in my life, everything that I have to do, they're not a first thought, a second thought, a third thought, a fourth thought, a fifth thought, a sixth thought, any thought whatsoever. My art is about the only time I ever put any thought towards negative people, towards people who are monsters. Not trust me. In my life, if you knew my entire history, you'd know I I know a lot of fucking monsters. <laughs> And and that and that's why I ha- I have to laugh, you know, when they think my poetry is about them. <laughs> I, like like the pure self-absorption, the pure conceitedness, self-centerism. Like holy fuck! Like they're stupid. And then there's just stupid. And they are an entirely new stupid that has yet to be discovered. Oh, wait. They have been discovered. Oof. And that's something else. Narcissists can't stand anybody knowing who they truly are. They can't have anybody revealing them. So they will do anything and everything to shut them up. In all reality, I pity them. I pity them. I really fucking pity them. (laughs) Because of all the talk about... Like, that's the thing, is that... It just... Oh, God. Like... The magnitude, the extent, the web of lies. You know... Just so fucking massive. Like you pull you pull on one, next thing you know, you got ten other lies. You pull on those lies, you got ten more in each one. So a uh, hundred, you know. 
and then a hundred to to a thousand, you know, and then a thousand to a million, you know, it just continues and continues and continues and continues and continues. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit. <laughs> oh god. I have been considering doing stand up comedy. Like the these are the type of situations and experiences you're thankful for because you get so much material, whether it's for writing a script, poetry, a book, stand up comedy, you know anything you just get material from everything but these are the type of experiences that you just get like a plethora it is like a fucking gold mine of material to use (laughs) 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 oh shit Ah, shit. I just had an idea. I don't know if I'm going to edit this or not. It's already an hour and a half, and I don't think I can sit through listening to my own voice for an hour and a half. Jesus fucking Christ. All right, well, I'm sure I missed a lot. I'm sure that I'll be having a lot more episodes. I know I came from left field and right field and center field and the parking lot and the peanut gallery. You know, I, I came from concession stand, the bathroom, the... The fuck, the fucking dugout, the batter's box, the pitcher's den. You know, I I came from all over the fucking place with this one. I mean, for you to follow and understand the timeline of this episode, Jesus fucking Christ, you gotta have a schizophrenic mind that can just do pull information and put the puzzle pieces perfectly aligned with each other. But I have not even touched a grain of sand. With this, there's so much more, but I've been real with you. I hope you appreciate it. I've been 100% honest. Um, all I can say is that you will meet people like this. You know, you just you just gotta know. You know, you can make it through. Is that the end of it? You'll feel like you're being attacked, but you'll come out of it so much stronger. You know, and the sinister monstrosities of these people, these type of people, will all of a sudden become miniaturized. And you'll realize that they they aren't hyenas. They're just fucking annoying-ass mosquitoes. You just gotta slap them. You just gotta slap them away like... <laughs> you know, they're just blood suckers, you know, emotional vampires. You know, and the f- one thing you can do to protect yourself is just becoming educated. You know, sh- share your stories. You know, it's all you can really do is sh- sharing of information. To protect others. You know. Because these people. All they care about is their image. 
So as long as you have the information, you'll be you'll be protected. You know, and whether it's a year from now, five years, ten years, there will be laws put into place to protect people from the, these type of individuals. Justice will be served. They will see karma catch up. So I hope you've enjoyed this first episode. I know it came out of left field and right field and all over the goddamn universe. I don't even think this will be a first episode, to be honest with you. I might just uh, control, control A, delete. I don't know. We'll see. But... I probably will be touching base on this uh, former friend, this individual, and uh, her A-pass, you know, her little gang of A-pass. <laughs> like a, oh, God. Oh, Lord. But, yeah, I mean, I've enjoyed this. I hope you all have as well. You probably haven't. It came from all over the goddamn fucking place. So until next time, what it is, it is. Y'all have a good one now, you hear?